On that note, I want to welcome everybody to the world according to Ben Stein. Uh, before we start, we do have a public service announcement. Do whatever you can, Ben. To avoid slamming your finger or thumb in your car door. Today, <clears throat> I had lunch with my dear friend Phil DeMuth, wonderful, wonderful man, terribly smart man. Gave me some advice about taxes. Made me so upset. I was in a trance, I was in a fog, <clears throat> and on my way home, I slammed the uh, car door on my thumb. And I've, ne I, I've never done that before in my life. On the other hand, I've never been given this bad news about taxes in my life. You've actually, you've actually never. It, it, I'm surprised that that's never happened to you. Not, uh, but what? it is. It is the most painful thing in the world. It's unimaginable. It's and unimaginable. My parents had a Chevy Caprice. Mm -hmm. You know, one of those those no, older. No, it won't. No. The, the, I know the car very well. And those doors that they, I know they weigh a lot. They, weigh a they, lot. The, those doors weigh a lot, and it is gotcha. quite painful. I want to welcome everybody to the world. They're, according they're painful, to that man, painful. It's really painful. And, and you know what? It's interesting. <clears throat> it's painful on a scale that you really can't quite conceive of till it happens to you. I mean, someone can tell you about it, but once it happens to you, you're a different person. It, 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 can I tell you something, Ben? You'll never get in and out of a car door the same way again. No, you're the right. Because the way I close the door, it's, <clears throat> listen, I, I know this is going to sound ridiculous, and but I used to be a really good bowler. Like a really good bowler, like two fifty a game. Well, and, that's very good bowling. And when I was in Israel, I was I was bowling, and I banged the ball into my ankle, and I, I I got I tore a ligament in my ankle, and I had to go to the hospital. And the nurse said to me, "What happened?" And I told her that, and uh, I said I was I was I hit it with a bowling ball. She's like, "No, seriously," and I was like, "I hit my ankle with a bowling ball," and I said. And she goes, uh, I hope you weren't on a date. And I was like, no, I'm in rehab. <laughs> very funny. Very funny. <laughs> but after that, I was never able to bowl that the same way again because I, it, the way my leg, I always, I was always, you know, something subconsciously happens where you, 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 you move and you act differently. Um, I very well understand that. Yeah. But very that, well. I don't think I will ever open the door for myself again. There, there you go. And nor should you have to. And welcome to the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Welcome to the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers, everybody that subscribes. And remember when you download this show, which seriously, best download week, one of them ever. I don't know. We're, we're trending in the Bahamas, Switzerland, different continents, different countries. So thank you very much from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, and remember, follow Ben on Truth. Uh, Ben, you made, um, I really want to, there's two things I really want to get into. We're going to do an abridged version of tonight's show, but there's two things I really want to get into, which is you are, you prophesized when we got, prophesied, prophesied, I said prophesied, I said prophesied. There's no C in that word. I said sized, it's, 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 it's not, it's P-R-O-F-E-S-I. Prophesized, prophesized. No, prophesied. 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 Oh, prophesied. I, that's my, my, there you are. Prophesied. Um, the future uh, and when we got banned from YouTube. 
and what did i say i well, don't remember you, well first because you said you know <clears throat> the, we'll have the minister of a lot you know we have the minister of that and then when we got banned you know the you had for sure that the minister the, the they're going to be the the um minister of science and then you eventually said they're going to be the minister of the economy but again with science three of the biggest medical groups in america are asking the Department of Justice, and I'm not kidding around, uh, are asking the, the Department of Justice to investigate people that pretty much come after them for their radical, uh, uh, for radical gender medicine to kids. They're asking them to- What? Uh, they're asking, yes. I'm not saying that, they, 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 they sent the letter pretty much to the Department of Justice asking them to prosecute people that go against them online and question them or unbelievable and so now the doj which obviously will do this because we know they have done this towards parents and all other groups that disagree with them but this this idea that these medical groups that were how dare we question that a six-year-old get i mean unbelievable yeah yeah we've entered the uh the Orwellian Twilight Zone. This is really, uh, it's like a, a horror slash sci-fi movie. Yeah, I would say the horror, the the, the Orwell horror, because I, I don't, I don't, uh, I, I think, for, I always say for, from the Twilight Zone, you got a, you, you could get a brilliant message. There's no brilliant message at the end of this episode, Ben. The, the, the message at this episode of, of, of this stage in our history is you're screwed if you, if, if you somehow disagree and you could see I, I don't understand uh, what's they must have they must have went in this letter which i guess you saw they must have they must have had some reason why they, why they you would you want me to read this. it to you yes last week the american <clears throat> medical association the children's hospital association the american academy pediatric sent a letter to u.s attorney merrick garland to take swift actions to investigate and prosecute high-profile users on socially, social media who have allegedly created a campaign of disinformation against children's hospital that offered gending-affirming health care, leading to threats of harassment, including a bomb threat. So, so pretty much, um, they, they're, they're, if you on social media have a different difference of opinion. And let's not forget the bomb wait threat. Wait a second, wait a second. Let me, let me try to understand this, Judah. Sorry, my throat's a little raw. It's been a very trying day. Um, the, uh, so they want to be able to go against in court people who want their kids to stay the same sex they were born. Yeah, pretty much, and uh, people that share their opinion on this, and uh, people that I'm exactly this is this is in quotes. Take swift action to investigate and prosecute um, high-profile users on social media who have allegedly, again, quote, created a campaign of disinformation, quote, against Children's Hospital that offered gender-affirming health care. And they're blaming what is what is, what is gender affirming health care gender affirming health care means if your kid <clears throat> wants to i would assume if your kid uh wants to tr- start transitioning if your kid uh if i think it means exactly the opposite no it's not i think it is no, i think it means that uh, gender affirming means that the, the kid is going to stay the same 
No, the, 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 I, I would have to disagree with you, but um, I could look why it up you, very quickly. Why don't you look it up very quickly? I think that gender affirming means that you, uh, your kid stays the same. He was born, if he was born with a dick, he keeps his dick. If she was born with a vagina, she keeps her vagina. Uh, no, gender affirming. Uh, uh, gender affirming hormone therapy is the primary medical intervention sought by transgender people. Such treatment allows the acquisition of secondary sex characteristics more in line with an individual's gender identity. So there you are. I'm, I'm grateful to you for reading that to me, and I am horrified beyond words. Uh, this is this is beyond Orwell. I don't think Orwell could have imagined uh, such a thing was possible, and. Uh, I have to say I'm terrified and uh, I feel, feel scared for my uh, grandchild and her children and uh, whatever other children. Uh, my son is about to get married. <clears throat> Again, he's easily young enough to have children. So is his wife. Uh, and uh, I, I feel sorry for them in this new world. You know, and it's, it's interesting because I understand that if you're from the age... Being a kid in the 1800s is being very different than a kid in the 1980s. But being a kid in the 1980s shouldn't be that drastic, dramatically different than in the in 2022. It just, it just. I don't it, understand. It's, it's been, I'd like somebody to explain to me why all of a sudden, out of nowhere, came this uh, rush for a person to change the identity that God gave him when he was born or she was born. Because uh, they, this is where we'll use the word affirm. They are getting affirmed online and inundated and indoctrinated online by by websites, by social media platforms they're on. And all it takes is to join some subgroup or some big group. It doesn't even have to be a subgroup anymore where people are talking about at the age of seven or eight or whatever about they feel different and then you get some some adult in there telling them well you don't have to feel different anymore you are different and uh you know it's it, it's sort of uh grooming in a sense right we, we it, grooming is illegal obviously uh we understand that but this is a I, I really don't understand exactly what grooming is grooming i, is I mean i think right? grooming is something like preparing a child to have sex with you yes um you know so this is in a sense an adult preparing a child that can't think and somebody brought up a great line a great point we want to forgive kids that people that are 25 their student loan forgiveness but we're but we're okay with giving children gender reassignment medications and hormone blockers and all of these things <clears throat> And Ben, this isn't just a little uh, thing. This is no, and, it's not a little thing at all. And and the, the fact that this will, the the FBI will investigate. That there's there's no way they're not going to investigate it because it, it's, it's subversive, it, it, it's perverted. It's 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 all these different things. It's quite frightening. Well, what I, I guess I don't understand. Uh, let's try another approach. What business is it of the FBI? 
Again, what business is most things of the FBI? The FBI gets into people's business in areas it shouldn't, and it doesn't get into people's businesses when it should. Uh, well, but, yeah, but the presumably at the at least superficial rationale for the behavior of the FBI is that it is seeking to solve a crime or prosecute someone who has committed a crime. Right. So, what so, is so, the nature of the crime? The, 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 the only telling nature... your daughter or child that uh, we you are born with a penis or a vagina and we want you to stay that way what's so what's the nature of that crime the nature of the crime that they're claiming is that they've been harassed by people online and supposedly somebody made a bomb threat now they made a bomb threat because someone someone these facilities offer these emailed them and said uh, if you keep offering uh some kind of drug they, they weren't then they weren't specific that was as specific as the as as the that's a direct quote from it and I remind you again it's been pro-life clinics that have been that have been firebombed it's been pro-life centers that have been you know had graffiti on it the fbi didn't get involved in it or arrest anybody it's a group that does it it should and, and let me tell you something it shouldn't be that hard to find these groups that are doing that are doing no, they're stuff. online because they're online so the fact i mean it, it's just um it's it's like i said it's it's one of those times where ben it is uh really uh we've lost our way i mean i don't know how exactly it's, i feel like when you tell me the story <clears throat> i feel like i went to sleep for a long time and when i awakened uh, I was in some kind of horror story, Never Neverland. Yeah. And just for the record, the people listening, I, I, I see these stories earlier than Ben because Ben is still analog in a lot of ways when it comes to the news cycle where he gets his, you know, either you get, you get the paper the next day as opposed to me reading it that day. So you'd see a story like this tomorrow. But uh, it's, it's very scary times it's uh and but you were right you really predicted this it it it, it in, in, in 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 a in a faster way than i i, I really would have thought possible but everything well, let's, let's let's uh hope and pray it doesn't happen in our families yeah and if you just tuned in you are listening to the world according to that man benjamin jeremy stein get your uh questions ready get your questions out there and we get it brown mo FBI last my laugh my ass off. Yeah, we agree. There, there's no there's no doubt the FBI is not the FBI, and there's no doubt that these government organizations aren't these government organizations. The other night we had a great show with Brett with Brett Smith, and there was a point. Brilliant he, young guy. Brilliant young guy, and he's going to be back on Tuesday night. And you brought up something, and and I and I forgot. I for, there was a story I really wanted to go on was the Tim Ryan story in Ohio. Now you had brought up before they tell this, uh, everybody that's listening knows the story, but before you, you had brought up, it starts with local policing and sheriffs and, and we didn't expand on that. And this guy, this guy that's running for the Senate versus JD Vance in Ohio has twice threatened to kill MAGA. There's no, there, that's, that's an actual well, threat. Yeah, I think you should read that. Yeah. I, I, I should I suggest you read that. I would. I didn't quite believe it until you read it to me. Um, hold on. Let me see if I could find it. I will uh, look for it again. And uh, well, well, I'm calling my nurse to get me something. As you all know, I slammed the car door on my thumb. 
you get a two fresh studies and a and a Okay, Democrat Democrat Rep Tim Ryan doubles down on his comments from earlier in the year, calling to quote kill and confront MAGA, while specific, specifically targeting J.D. Vance in his rhetoric during the debate on Monday night. Now, mind you, there was a football game that happened the other night where a player pushed a uh, photographer. He got upset and he pushed a photographer and they brought charges. They're bringing charges against this player. It'll be a minor offense, a slap in the face. This guy, Tim Ryan, congressman from Ohio, uh, threatened to kill 70, at least 70, you know, 50 to 60 to 75 million people and J.D. Vance. There's no FBI knocking on his door. Yeah, there's right. there's no police knocking on his door, and there's no local sheriffs knocking on his door. It, it, like I, I'm asking this as an honest question, Ben. And years ago, I heard Dennis Miller say this, where he said, "Did I miss the meeting? Like, like just tell me I missed the meeting. Because if I missed the meeting, I want to. But did I miss a meeting where threatening to kill is not uh, a is is not a threat? Is not a yeah, crime? It's, uh, uh, it's all right if you make it from the left. Uh, but, uh, it, well, we now know after that shooting uh, uh, during the Republican baseball, baseball game practice that you can actually seek to kill conservatives. And that isn't really going to be prosecuted in any kind of serious way. So uh, the law has changed uh, quite a lot, and it's not really the law. I, your humble servant, am writing a speech at this very moment. In fact, uh, just really took time off from writing a speech to have the pleasure of appearing with you, Judah. Uh, you're welcome. The, I have a uh, bunch of people watching, so yeah. Very much so. And uh, I, uh, what I was saying was that the law didn't really mean anything for a long, long time because it was just the tough guys uh, bossing around, killing, raping the weaker people. Uh, and now we have that again. We have that again. The law meant something when it was applied equally to everyone. Now it's just uh, the strong, and in this case, media strong, uh, pushing around everybody else. And that is an extremely bad way to run a railroad. No, I mean, it, it, it is well said. It's extremely right. But, but Ben, what, what, and I, I think the biggest question people would ask or would want to know is, what is the, where is the off-ramp? Where's the off-ramp for this kind of behavior? Yeah, for this kind of well, behavior. Well, uh, that is a very, very good question. And I, your humble servant, am about to get to that in my speech. I did, as I told you, slam the car door on my thumb, so it's inhibiting my getting computer keys. But anyway, um, the, uh, I say the essence is do it within your own family first. Uh, clean up the your act in your family. Make sure your kids know what's right and what's wrong. Make sure your kids know that there is a God and that he or she is to be worshipped and obeyed and that there is a, 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 there's a, there's a Sermon on the Mount and it gives you guidance on how to behave and uh, that there are the Ten Commandments brought down from uh, Mount, our, uh, Mount Zion by uh, Moses and uh, those are ways to behave and uh, anything after that is going to be kind of like froth on a milkshake. I mean, well, we've, got, I mean, the, yeah, we've yeah. got the milkshake. The milkshake is uh, the things in the Bible and uh, statements by great uh, statesmen like uh, Thomas Jefferson or uh, Abraham Lincoln. I, I, I have to say, I, I am with those who question 
the thorough greatness of Thomas Jefferson because uh, it is true he kept slaves and he kept women as, as sex slaves. And uh, that is not the most desirable way to behave, but he was a great statesman. Different times. <laughs> yes, temper. Yes, outre temps, outre more. I mean, they, they are. Exactly I mean, right. It, 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 absolutely it, right. It, it's absolutely it, right. it's it's very it, it it's a hard thing looking through history because it, 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 the past is in the past. I I I, I know and, and, and past those, is in the past. And, and, and those and and and, and I'm not trying to. Uh, I I you're obviously way more well versed on Thomas Jefferson than I am, but. They were different times. They were different oh, days. I people were say. different. People, people were different people. Life expectancy was what forty years old. Um, no, 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 no. Four years. Four years forty old. years old. Oh, 40 years old. Yeah, it was a it was a different world. There's no doubt about that. It was a different world. It was a different world. Very much was different. But but let's not kid ourselves. Uh, still, there are plenty of people who realize the slavery was wrong. And uh, Thomas Jefferson was a very great genius. He should have been able to know that slavery was wrong. Uh, yeah, uh, many people should have known that slavery was wrong all across all across the world. Uh, yes, uh, they should still know. Well, yeah. but you know, it's kind of interesting. And I was just writing about this in my speech too. Uh, there are still countries in the world where slavery is practiced, huh. I mean, not like hidden slavery or like slavery whereby i uh, make it enslave you by saying your dress looks pretty that day and your look your makeup looks pretty that day not that kind of slavery but slavery where you can go to a store and buy a young girl and have her be your sex slave and bear your children for the rest of her life that is still being practiced in some countries in the world well let's so, Let's take it a step further. In Iran and in and, and many of these countries, women have their honor. There are honor killings that are accepted. Uh, the, the women have their their vaginas mutilated and sewn up. I mean, this goes on in many parts. Uh, the, the, it, it, so every time I see these women marching for rights, and I've said this for ages, it's again. I, I had written a piece about this years ago. It was called uh, "Protesters Without Borders." That if you're going to protest, if you think if you're going to protest here, have enough guts to protest in those countries. But they will they, never do they'll, that. They'll never do it. They'll never do it. I, I, I'm not a big fan of doctors for, without borders for their political views with Israel. But at least they have enough guts to go to these places, to different places, and try to be and try to be helpful. But protesting here is easy. Protest where you might get killed, and. Uh, no, they won't do that. They'll never do that. And they'll never do that. They'll never do that for a good reason. They don't really want to take any chances. Just like in America, you find very, very few people protesting against Black Lives Matter because they're scared of Black Lives Matter. You find very few people protesting against the Crips and the Bloods because they could kill you and they would think nothing of killing you. Uh, so they'll protest against the police because they know the police uh, play fair. And, and and our respectable people, they're not going to protest against Black Lives Matter or uh, the Crips or the Bloods. Well, said. if you just tuned in, you are listening to an abridged version of The World According to That Man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I am back east. Ben is back west. 
and, and back west where I always am. In right, well, you are, but you are west, and but you'll be back east next week. We'll be both on the same same time zone. And I was saying to you, I didn't realize how late sometimes ten o'clock was, but I want to ask you because you are an economist and you uh, are you knew that some of the greatest economists, and obviously your father being one of them, but Milton Friedman being being others, and. I, I'm not kidding when I say this. Ron Klain, the idiot chief of staff, came out today and said, well, pretty much seniors are going to be making money next year because Social Security will have gone up. Uh, this is their, as you said, they're um, contemptuous they're con- towards, towards America. They do not care, as, as you so brilliantly put it, that Americans Great have God. taken have been taken a 14% pay cut. They no. don't, they don't care at all. They don't care at all. Have you less. ever witnessed this, Ben? Mm. You've been in Washington for, have you ever witnessed, and I get it, for ages, there were good people. There were the Kennedy, Ted Kennedys. There's some really god awful people. But for the most, for many years, there were some really good people in the House and the Senate. And yes, they were. Do you remember these people being this contemptuous? Contemptuous of life itself. Yeah. I mean, I think it started in a way with the uh, pro-abortion movement when the pro-abortion movement said, uh, you know what, uh, we don't consider a baby a life. And we're going to just say that the baby's not alive until the baby's born. And then we're going to go a little farther, uh, further, and we're going to say, it's not a life after it's born either for a while, for an indefinite period. So that's uh, that we saw that that was pretty bad. But we've had a lot of people in Washington who are contemptuous of life for a long time. I mean, the uh, people who were contemptuous of the lives of slaves, they, they were uh, they uh, they should have known not just better, but a hell of a lot better. Uh, but what we were taught in uh, school in Maryland and I, maybe this was wrong, I don't, I'm not saying it was right, was that many slaves uh, lived much, much better lives as slaves than they would have had they remained uh, savages in Africa. And I, I, I don't know whether that's true or not. I'm just telling you what we were taught. But well, I uh, think I think you do, you know, you know what, I'm gonna, I, I will, I will take the heat for this. Uh, years ago, I was uh, sitting in—I had—I was sitting in a car and had a South African friend of mine in the back seat, and I really wasn't well that well versed on about South Africa. And he said, "What ruined South Africa was when they ended apartheid." And I—I—I I, I lo- I looked around and I said, "I, I was like, wow, that's a pretty uh, uh, bold statement, Anton." And he said, "Just look at South Africa now." And he, you know, the, the the chaos and the, I mean, South Africa was, there were parts that were absolutely, absolutely beautiful. And, uh, you know, and his point was, it was, well, while people might have been living in a certain way, now everybody's living in that certain way. I think there's a lot to that. And there's certainly a lot to that in the uh, major cities and even suburbs and even small towns of America. They're, uh, the respect for law, respect for other human beings' rights uh, has in, in large part disappeared. And in large part, the rationale for that has been that we're, we, we are fighting racism. And we're, we're, that, that's nonsense. I mean, we are not fighting racism by having 50 shootings in one weekend in Chicago, Illinois. 
that is not fighting racism. No, you're completely right, and I feel terrible about your voice because you have to go speak. Uh, 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 actually, I've got about ten days before that. Oh, my bad. I thought you were speaking on the eighteenth. Um, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. What's today? The the thirteenth. Uh, you're right. It's five days. Well, yeah. I don't know what to say. I'll do my best. And uh, Ben is, like, by the way, just so people know, Ben. They is don't one like of the, my voice. They don't like my voice. I'll give them their ben, money back. Ben is one of the best speakers in all of America. I encourage anybody, if they could ever go to a speech, to go to a speech by Ben Stein. It is, a, it is absolutely. Uh, uh, it is absolutely it, just, just very kind, and and, and yeah. not just that he he tells a joke. It, it it a lot of people people don't realize this, Ben. When they speak publicly, they have people that pay. Uh, they pay people to write their speeches. You write your oh, own that's speeches. That's funny. Look, because I have a lot of experience. I wrote yeah. speeches for Mr. Nixon yeah. and for Mr. Ford. Yeah, remember, and, and also for Senator Joe Tidings of Maryland. Yeah, you brought his name up the other night, and obviously mm. I'm too young to remember. Uh, was there anything special about Joe Tidings? That well, I- he was kind of famous because his uh, his father had been quite a prominent Democratic senator from Maryland, uh, and uh, he had, but then he had been accused of being uh, a communist sympathizer, and somehow his nickname got changed to Red, and uh, then his son became. Uh, a uh, senator and his son was a very nice guy. I really liked him a lot. I worked for him when I was only 18. 18 uh, he re- I wrote for him the graduation speech that he gave to the graduating class at the University of Maryland. And uh, I, uh, which has this just great distinction, not only fantastically good teams and great academics, but it was next door to the second McDonald's ever created. <laughs> anyway, the, uh, but the, um, but you no, know, Tidings was a great, great, great guy. Uh, but uh, he was sm- slammed to the ground for a very slight uh, pro-gun control comment. And Maryland is a huge pro-gun state, or at least it was, and uh, that ruined and ended his career. Uh, but he went on to have a perfectly good career as a lawyer in Harvard, Maryland. But uh, I, I think. We all have to be careful about what we say about our our people. We, our, our people, some some seemingly are not that great, and some are that great. But I will tell you, there never has been a time when there are really wonderful people in Washington. As a rule, uh, the uh, there were there are a lot of wonderful people, but not all of them. There, there's a documentary that you can that's floating around. You can get it online, or you can get it. Uh, I guess you can get it on Amazon. Uh, you, uh, it's called. Uh, the Holocaust and the United States of America. And it has great deal of detail about the contempt that the people in government and high, high placed people in America generally had for the Jews of Europe and, and Jews, period. And the, the uh, extreme eagerness they had to stay out of anything Hitler was doing and uh, to, to make sure that they didn't displease and upset Hitler. Uh, well, something a lot of people don't know, but it's true, is that uh, Hollywood, which is very, very largely run by Jews, not entirely, but very, very largely, uh, had a representative that brought movies to, uh, or maybe just maybe scripts where they became movies, to the uh, con- German consul in Los Angeles to make sure that they were approved as not being anti, as not being anti-Hitler. And this was up until Pearl Harbor. 
So uh, this is uh, so even even in Hollywood, there was uh, not that much respect for Jewish life, and 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 very little respect for African American life. And if you see the way African Americans are uh, treated and depicted in movies prior to World War II, it's just shocking and shameful. Now, I, I, I want to ask somebody, which leads to somebody had asked, what was your worst experience in show business? I think it was when a uh, fellow uh, to whom I had brought a uh, an idea and a script, uh, outline of a movie um, about uh, uh, about the uh, Goodman, Cheney, and Schwerner, the civil rights workers, two Jewish and one black in a small town in Mississippi who were murdered by the Ku Klux Klan. <clears throat> and uh, uh, they, they, they were tortured and murdered uh, and they hadn't done anything except uh, try to encourage black people to register to vote. And for that, they were murdered and their bodies uh, buried under an earthen dam. And uh, the local jury, they're, they're caught and they're uh, charged with murder. And uh, the, the local jury acquitted them all of all charges. And uh, I wrote and I wrote a, 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 an outline of that story. It was called Murder in Mississippi. And I brought it to a fellow I knew uh, here uh, who had been introduced as a friend of a friend of my wife's. And uh, he had never heard of it. Uh, and I, we brought it to an executive at a big, big studio. He had never heard of it, but he was fascinated by it. Uh, we brought it to another person, a woman, an Israeli woman. She had never heard of it, but she was fascinated by it. And she brought it to a, a friend of hers at a big, big studio. And he bought it from her. And she managed to somehow cook the deal. So I was cut out of it uh, altogether. Uh, theory being nobody wanted to work with somebody who had worked for Richard Nixon. And that happened to me many times, but this one was the worst, although it did have a slightly happy ending in the sense that uh, the woman producer who had known nothing about Goodman, Cheney, and Schwerner, uh, uh, when she said, well, if you're really upset by it, sue me. So I sued her. And uh, <laughs> she came knocking on my door and said, you sued me. And I said, well, she told me to sue you. So, Anyway, so there you are. But Did you win? I had, I had lots. Yes, I had lot. I had lots and lots of experiences like that in Hollywood. And in fact, that is pretty much why I stopped doing much in Hollywood. Uh, and uh, so, um, I mean, I, I was very, very lucky in Hollywood. I had, I was, I started as a writer, became a producer, and had a lot of projects going. But just every single one of them involved theft by the people I was working with. So pretty much nothing has changed. I mean, that's that, that, that's like the, uh, it, it, that, that really is the great takeaway sometimes is, is it, when you look at history and you look at so many of the things you've discussed on the show, what, what really has changed? Well, well in, really, Hollywood, but, in Hollywood. But in politics yeah. even. Well, I mean, well, no, no, plenty has changed in politics. There used to be a, a senator from South Carolina which uh, is where my son uh, lives and my granddaughter. And uh, he, his name was Pitchfork Ben Tillman. And he used to routinely refer to Jews and blacks in the most horrific ways you can imagine. And uh, actively supported Adolf Hitler. 
and uh, he would not be tolerated now. And uh, there, there were others who were almost exactly as bad. And uh, let's, uh, there, there, has been, there has been progress. Uh, there's been a lot of progress, but it's not, it's not perfect. But in terms of the ethics of the people who are running the business day by day here in Hollywood, uh, there, uh, a lot of them are thieves and criminals and gangsters. I mean, not, not gangsters in the sense that they're driving by with Tommy guns, machine gunning people they're working with, but uh, they think nothing of stealing. Absolutely nothing, nothing, nothing is thought of stealing. And if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Steiner. I got to give him a lot of credit for super trooping it tonight. Uh, that really is a painful thing with... Uh, you cannot have, imagine how painful. To, to you happen, cannot imagine. To, to happen. See, see what this is? This is a bowl of ice. And I have my thumb in it most of the time. And it still hurts like hell. So I got to tell you just a, a little funny story that happened to me this morning. And I'm not kidding. I uh, brought my dog with me back east. And I'm walking the dog. And you know, you own dogs. You, you're many, the, many, many, many dogs. Many do you, you donated to dog charities and every charity you still do. And when the dog's got to go, it's got to go. And it went on somebody's lawn. Obviously, I cleaned it up. And the guy saw. And I said, I go, oh, I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm sorry. And he's like, I was like, it was, it was an accident. He's like, it wasn't an accident. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean, like, how could it not be I, like, I was like, how could it, how, I was exactly right. How could it not be an accident? I got to tell you, and I, I, it took a lot out of me. I was like, you know, you get in your head, well, my parents live there, so-and-so lives there. I'm not in the mood to get into a fight with this human. But, it, it, you know, there really are some... <laughs> some sick people out there i'm oh, like yeah. what i'm like well, what what could i possibly have done differently in this scenario drag how would i know that you, you it you know but uh i just thought it was uh by the way i've noticed something very interesting speaking about your trip i've been been working with you now for a long time and i've been trying manfully to get you to stop saying i'm like or i go when you mean when you mean to say i said or i say and I see you soon, and you're doing really well. No sooner do you step off the airplane in the east, you're back to your old habits. It, it, well, it's, we it's, have it's, to it's, send you to speech, to speech habit school. What did again. I say? I'm curious now. You've been saying, I'm going, or I went, or I said, or, I'm like, no, you didn't say it. I'm like, when you have to say, I said. I said to the no, person. No, 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 you, you said, I'm like. No, I'm then saying I, so. I'm rephrasing it, and now good, I, good, good. I said to the person, "We're going to make you, you. We're going to make you a member of parliament." Yes. What would you have liked me to do? Yes, with and my believe dog? me, I've had the exact same experience yeah. when I had a house in Georgetown in Washington D.C., and my neighbor was very mad at me for my dog uh, leaving herself on his very perfectly adorable but special well lawn and he was right and i advised i said to him i'm very sorry there was nothing i could have done but i am very very sorry if you would like me to pay for you to have a gardener come in and replant the grass i'll be glad to do it uh, but he was right uh, but but i was right too well it's it, it's good for the grass it, it's no, manure it no not no well, but we don't need to discuss. It. No, we don't need to discuss it. But I just thought it was a very. Uh, it was just it, it, it. You know, you know what it is, Ben. When things like this happen, it's these little things that are occurring that really make you uncomfortable 
in living situations. And I've realized that the crazies have won in making it really uncomfortable for people to live. No matter what area... There's, there's a lot to that. There's a lot to that. There's a lot to that. No matter there's what a lot area, to that. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a very bizarre thing, Ben. It's like now I'm like walking the dog around the other side of the... See, it, well, you said you just did it again. I'm like, um, now I am walking the dog. Now... Yeah, if I may say, say so, Judah. Yes. Uh, it's not going to change in the East. It's not going to change here. Uh, we live in a really, really, really nice part of Beverly Hills. I don't think that way nicer than I can afford for much longer uh i suspect although one never knows uh with respect with the greatest possible respect uh they're not going to change and uh you just have to get used to it and uh, carry a gun kidding (laughs) kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding kidding. no but that that by the way that would be great if you could carry like if you could have have a concealed permit and just have a have a t-shirt that says I'm I'm carrying and I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm I am carrying. Well, I am, and there'll be plenty of people who say, "Oh, we'll take you up on it." And say, "I'm carrying too." Let's see, you can draw faster. Like, once you start playing with guns, it's a bad game. It is a bad. I mean, game. I love I love guns. I am the world's premier fancier of guns, and I have a lot of them, really a lot. And uh, my son has an astounding number, and uh, we, we're we're full Second Amendment family, but uh, never, ever, ever get in an argument with anyone uh, who might be carrying a gun, and, or if I'm carrying a gun. I, I, I Long ago, I was at a movie theater, got into an argument with a guy who was talking, I thought, too loud during the movie, and I was carrying a gun. I came very close to using it, and this was a very long time ago, really long time ago, and uh, I am really, really glad that they, they didn't. I would not have enjoyed going to prison. Let me ask you this question, because we've had so many nevers happen really quickly, Ben. We've had a lot of nevers happen that we things that we never thought would happen happen as quickly. You know, we've you know, as you brought up many times, as as you've brought up uh, with Biden and fracking as Biden with student loan debt forgiveness, just making these sweeping changes. How quickly till guns? And I'm just... uh, it's going to be a real fight. And uh, boy, I think uh, the gun people are very well organized. They're not as well organized as they used to be, but they're pretty well organized. And I, for the life of me, absolutely for the life of me, do not understand why there is so much opposition to guns. Uh, very few people are killed with guns who do not deliberately get in the way of the guns by killing themselves or by being in gangs. The number of people who are killed by guns uh, who are not involved in some kind of illegal or suicidal activity, is any is too many, but they're not very many. Yeah, and if you just tuned in, you are listening to The World According to That Man, Jeremy Stein. And to answer your question, Cosma, I just don't... uh, There's some people that like... I don't really enjoy the uh, posting parts of things uh on somebody asked why i don't post on truth i just don't really enjoy that i don't enjoy really the limelight this is i do this because i enjoy doing it with ben and ben, it's ben stein's world i'm just a blessed little part of it but i, I yeah, i'm a blessed little part of it too my wife is the main yeah, part of it I, I just don't enjoy the the living in the limelight to quote uh the uh 
the great band Rush. Uh, that's a throw for Gary Collins, who I'm sorry because people keep on commenting on the fact that they're still shocked that he's dead. It was so are we, obviously, and uh, we have don't have any idea of how. So I wish I could get, keep you updated on that. I didn't even know he was dead. My God, it, 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 neither did I until Remzo mm-hmm. told me, and it happened on September third. Uh, so, uh, you know, as we say, God rest his soul. And it, it, it always just really does go to teach you. You just never know. And, uh, I'm not going to tell you what Ben said to me on the phone is sort of something, but it was, you were quoting a song by, I believe Snoop Dogg while my phone was on speaker walking right, right, through right. my apartment building. And there's, right. well, you have to really be careful because I am not allowed to say things that Snoop is allowed to say. No, that, that that yeah, that is that is definitely true. Any final thoughts for the for 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 America or the world tonight, Ben Stein? Anything you want to talk about? I want to say several final thoughts. Please. One, I think it's astounding how the Ukrainians have been holding off the Russians. It's shameful beyond words how the Russians have behaved. A war is horrible, horrible thing. It's always horrible. There's no good wars that I know of. Uh, there are no good wars I know of, uh, but for the Russians to have gotten back in their old habits of mass rape of girls and women and then burying them alive, uh, that, that's, that's incredible that that's happening in the year 2022. It's horrifying beyond belief. Uh, I want to give a little bit of a kudos to uh, Mr. Biden for standing up and sending them weapons and uh, for the Democrat Party, we're standing up and sending them weapons. We've uh, lost all I, viewers now, but go on, I'm kidding. Well, I, I'm sorry, but this is how I feel about it. I think what the, what the Ukraine has done is a very, very brave and wonderful thing to stand up to Bolshevik communism, whether it's called that or not, is a great thing to do. I'm sure Mr. Trump would have done it too. America is doing it, and I think it's great. Uh, I have... Uh, I was telling you earlier today, I think that uh, I had this terrible, terrible incident with my thumb in the car door after I'd had a conversation with one of my very smartest friends uh, about taxes. And wow, taxes are astounding, just astounding. I mean, it's it's an amazing thing that if you have a decent year uh, in terms of your earnings and work really, really hard, even if you're an old man like me and you're uh, still working, and I enjoy working very much, but if you're still working, the government just reaches in with a giant steam shovel and takes a hell of a lot out of your pocket and dumps it out over people who use it for all kinds of questionable means, and especially dumps it out over people who then use it to themselves buy guns and hurt innocent people. So uh, this, I, I never was a supply sider. I uh, always followed in my father's footsteps and said, uh, yeah, tax, I have no problem with taxes. I do. I'm getting to the point where I do have a problem with taxes. Uh, I've gone with taxes and with weapons. We used to have a president named Ronald Wilson Reagan. He was an unbelievably great man. I mean, uh, really great. He was great on the stand, even by the standards of the founding fathers. He was a great man. And he proposed right after he came into office that we build an anti-missile system that would protect us from intercontinental ballistic missiles and guide 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 and guard america so that we need not live under a sort of damocles uh, of the total destruction of mankind from nuclear war b 
because we had built this anti missile system, it would have cost pennies compared with uh, what we spent on other things. And uh, we didn't do it. The Democrats made fun of it. That subhuman murderer, uh, Bobby uh, Teddy Kennedy, uh, was one of the main voices against it. Uh, if we had that anti missile system in place right now, we would all sleep a lot better. I don't like going to sleep thinking I might wake up tomorrow morning and find out that there's nuclear war going on. I don't want it to happen to the Ukrainians. I don't want it to happen to Americans. I don't want it to happen to the Dutch or to the Canadians or to anyone. And Mr. Reagan proposed an off-ramp for the terror of nuclear war. And the Democrats, for no reason at all, stopped him cold. That was a colossal super mistake. Now, I think, I think that's, listen, I, I don't necessarily have your uh, same agreements with you. Uh, and that's what world is about. That's what the show is about. And I hope people out there understand we're supposed to have different ideas and different uh, theories. And uh, I, I just want to remind people that because somebody brought up somebody and no knock on Tucker Carlson, but Tucker Carlson has changed his uh, views uh, uh, month by month, year by year, for since from from the bow tie to the regular tie, uh, I just want to remind people that when it comes to Ben Stein, he's always been intellectually honest, and when he's wrong, he's the first person to say I'm wrong. He's assessed situations differently. He changed his views on President Trump right away, and he changed his views on the way Trump handled the economy right away. That well, takes no, no, let's, let's go back. Let's go back to that. Let's go back. You really have got you and your viewers, listeners, your viewers. readers, whatever you want to call them, have really got to get into our heads that Mr. Biden made a stupendous mistake by ending fracking. It wasn't just a bad mistake, it was a stupendous mistake. If he had not done that, we would not be short of oil. Europe would not be short of oil. We would not be at the mercy of the Russians and the uh, Middle Eastern oil producing states. We would be in a much more peaceful world. We would not be having this wild inflation. We would have an, a, a peaceful, secure, non-inflationary world. Just to please a group of nutcase environmentalists who don't know their ass from their elbow about either energy or about uh, the economy, uh, we have been plunged into a bottomless pit of inflation and fear. And uh, uh, somebody should be being held responsible. If we're a Republican president who did that, uh, there'd be screaming bloody murder. You see, here's the problem. But nobody does. But here's, here's part of the problem. Nobody, nobody People don't understand. I, you really need to do PowerPoints on this. And I'm not kidding when I say this, because you could literally take the fracking, and, and I, I don't care how many times we discuss this, and point to every single issue, foreign and domestic, and say it all comes down to this off switch. Well, the second he turned off the off switch, off switch on on fracking, Putin was Putin regained power. He he or what he perceived as power and strength. The it, it wasn't. It wasn't as a perception. Uh, he suddenly was holding a whip hand about energy for all of Europe and a large part of North America. Yeah, and 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 then take more of that 
and 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 it, 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 not just with 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 uh, with uh, with fracking and with inflation and and all that stuff that's going on, Ben. It, it literally flipped the switch for uh, for how we're perceived. It it it, it flipped this. It flipped every switch. That quickly. It was a move. A move. Move that was idiotic. Yeah. Uh, could have been seen that it would be idiotic. We discussed it on our show before it happened. I, I've written article after article about it in Barron's and well, and the American Spectator and other places. It was not hard to foresee. Somehow Biden became the slave of the uh, of the environmentalist nuts. And uh, they have done a lot of damage. No, it, 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 do you think? I mean, but but the thing I was going to say is not just that I, the replenishment of our own defenses. I don't understand this. This I, what is the debate? Why? Well, what, that I don't, that uh, that you mean rearming America? Yeah, there 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 isn't uh, there. there that, that's a mystery. I mean, if, if you are as much of a student of military history as my wife and I are, you see that you really pay in blood for every dollar you cut from defense spending preparatory to a war. There's no better expenditure we can make, not for schools, not for housing, not for the homeless, than for, home, than for making us the number one weapons producer in the world with the number one armed forces in the world. That is the absolutely best use of a dollar that there possibly could be. Why that is not widely seen, I don't know. It's it's seen at least by the Republicans. So at least that's a big step forward. Uh, the, the replenishment, I thought you were going to start talking about the strategic oil reserve. About, I was not, about both of them. Not, that's not infinite. We yeah. can't just keep no, no. using that up. That's a given. I was, I was that 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 I was just going on. It's a given. We got to, but they're not doing it. There's zero. No, they're not doing it all. It, they can't. Do it. There's not enough oil coming yeah. into the system for them yeah. to do it. And by the way, just to answer somebody's question, uh, yeah, Mastriano's down ten points, and obviously we're big fans of Mastriano. Thank God Oz isn't down ten points. He's, mm -hmm. he's probably pretty much even. Real clear politics. I don't know how they have them up by uh, Republicans in the Senate up by two. I don't know who's doing their counting, but uh, neither here nor there. Mastriano being seen in a Confederate outfit at the at the War Academy or where, where the, wherever he was was a terrible, terrible visual optic. And now the problem is, you could say it, it was in my youth, but it was four years ago. And we're big fans of Doug. We know he's not a Confederate, and we know, but it it almost like the Confederates. Yeah, and it it, it, it mm -hmm. and listen, they were playing. They were allowed to dress up however they wanted. I'm not saying anything negative about Doug, but I'm saying that really did hurt his um, opt, optics are everything. And uh, but uh, we still listen as we're winding down. Peter Thiel uh, said to Mitch McConnell today, who pulled and and this is how you know. He offered to match anything McConnell puts into Arizona. For for and no response yet from Mitch McConnell, but that is a mighty generous offer, Ben, from Peter Thiel. He's basically it's saying, great. if you put great. twenty great. million dollars behind um, Blake Masters, we'll match it. 
and not a and it's it, it, it's very frightening times and uh very very frightening time very uh, frightening time. They, we used to support each other a lot more and we don't do that anymore i'm not sure i know why but on that note i just want to uh, thank everybody tonight from the bottom of our hearts and i always want to keep reminding people i don't we're okay if you disagree with us in the rants we beg of you we encourage you to disagree with us in the rants to ask questions we all have a different perspective and we all have a different opinion but at the end of the day uh we all try to get to the same place and that's the difference and it's not a place of hate and it's not a place of animus like it's on the, on the left it's a place of finding the right path and uh that's what we offer here and that's what ben stein offers he's never once said to me anything about thinking differently or disagreeing and uh it ever once and it he actually encourages it and that's the only way us as humans could grow and that's just my humble opinion you're shaking well, god bless you um, yeah you mean to say we not us but that's okay <laughs> perfect way to end the show on that note i want to thank the rumblers the ranters everybody i want to thank the people on truth i want to thank uh uh jay wink i know you love to drive me a little crazy but love you my brother or my sister i think um i have no idea i the other day i called yeah i have no idea but uh whatever you are jay wink we love you of course brady and all the regulars we love you god bless you uh god bless the people on rumble god bless the people on truth remind remember subscribe to your email benstein.substack.com that's benstein.substack.com uh I don't want to say the person's name, but a, a part of our Rumble, a part of our Ben Stein world family, uh, somebody in their family could use their our prayers, their prayers tonight. So let's give a, 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 a when we go to bed tonight, let's say an extra prayer for somebody in the world, according to Ben Stein's family. And on that note, I want to thank everybody. Remember, check out Ben, Newsmax, and also, of course, spectator.org. If you happen to be in Florida next week, you can go hear him speak, um, I think. And uh, Ben Stein, please. You actually can't, but it's closed. It's private. But uh, but I, I, I but I, I'm sure you'll have a nice time in Florida anyway. Uh, uh, it's James. James, nice to meet you, sir. I like Jay Wink. Um, ben, please take us out. We are a band of brothers and native to the soil. We give to her our life, our blood, our church, our, sorry, our torment and our toil. Hurrah! Hurrah! Hurrah and then hurrah, hurrah for the bonnie the flag that bears a single star. I would do more about my voice is giving up. And God you got to say all. who's saying that. Well, uh, you're, you're going to think it was Bob Dylan, but it wasn't. It, it was a Confederate song made up when South Carolina was the only state that had, that had seceded. And so the only Confederate flag was the single star of South Carolina. But... Uh, a, a, a number of different groups have sung it. I think Willie Nelson was one of them. I may be wrong about that. Um, well, on that note, I want to thank everybody again. God bless you all. God bless America. And we will see you on Saturday night. Have a great night. Everybody. And God bless America every moment of every day. A hundred percent. God bless you all. Bye-bye.